Mueller and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers Nation, what's good? What's good? It's Friday. You know that can only mean one thing at noon. Mm-hmm. Ah, Eula and Moat still is blitz. And yeah, it's a great day to talk, man. It's a great day to talk sports. <sighs> Had a football game last night. Kind of well, interesting. Kind of crazy. I mean, I don't know. I don't mean to be too disrespectful, but calling that football, I mean... They did score a lot of points now. <laughs> I'm about to say. Just, Big, 12, Big 12 football. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You should be accustomed to that. Look like West Virginia out there, man. Yeah. But, man, I thought, you know, just overall, man, it's a great day to talk sports, a great day to enjoy our bye week since that is what we are on now. You know, we had to adapt lying. to that mid-show yesterday. We adapted to it being a bye week. So now I'm in full bye week mode. But, of course, we could not let the power grid not get what they need, which is Euler Remotes. And you know mm. we're an interactive show. You know even on the bye week, we want to hear from you. You know we got to talk to you. That we do. And it's and only Even it, more so in the bye week, honestly. No, no question. No <laughs> question. So the simple way to do it is this, man. You just tweet the show at the body 52 The body And at Wesley Yola. The good hair. And it's like that sometimes, man. It, it is like is that. like that. And you know what? In the words of Coach Tomlin, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to adversity, uh-huh. when it comes to potentially playing 13 straight weeks of football. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. We, we do care. not care. We don't care. We do not care. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Sp- uh, spoken like Moats. a true leader. Spoken like a true leader. But you know what? We're, we're still going to have some fun. We're still going to have some hijinks on a Friday here. Man, I feel like that's the only way to do it. Is that, is that not correct? I mean, I know you're usually in the driver's seat, but when I'm in the driver's no. seat, I feel like it has to be fun. I love Moats, Moats hosts Fridays. And, and, and just speaking of fun, man, did, did you... Did you get a chance to check that game out last night, man? I did. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't sit there, you know, from kickoff till oh, the end of the game I, and watch me. every single play. Trust me. If I sat up here and said I did, <laughs> I would be lying to you. Uh, but I watched a good portion of the first half. I watched a good portion of the end of the game as well, too. Um, two things stood out to me. Mm-hmm. One, the New York Jets are an absolute mess. But, but, I s- but they're sticking with... Adam Gase, you they did are see sticking that. with sticking Adam with Gase, um, but I do think I do think there's something there with Sam Darnold, and then the other thing that stuck out to me is, man, I think Jerry Judy can be really good for the Denver Broncos. I think so as well, man. But once again, I've seen Jerry Judy now what four games, still inconsistent, very inconsistent. I hate the inconsistencies yeah. associated with him because. I don't know what to expect. And that was the big know. knock on him coming right. out, right? Was, I'm, I'm like, it's what? either like a, it's either two touchdowns and 150 yeah. yards, or it's two catches for 15 yards with, with three drops. Like, yeah. like I yeah. just, I, I don't like uncertainty when it comes to my receivers. When it comes to my my big play receivers, sure. if he was just a rotational guy, if he was just the third or fourth receiver, hey, completely fine, man. Hey, hey, do what you do. But it's an issue when you're right now the number one receiver, obviously with the injuries that you guys have. Sure. And we don't know what you're going to give us, man. One minute you look you look great. I mean, dude, you think of the I, the, the big touchdown catch he had that everybody saw in the highlights. Literally a couple plays prior to that, he had a bonehead just like, yo, what is this? Mm-hmm. So, and later on in the game, uh, Pierre Desir had that pick six, <laughs> and Judy's effort was not so was great terrible, on that man. play. Yeah. So, so that's my biggest issue with him. That was, once again, my biggest takeaway from that game. I thought, uh, as a whole, the Broncos, man, the, the fact that they scored 37 points with that whole situation that they had going on out there, 
Uh, Does that say more about them or the Jets? I, I, I feel like <laughs> I come in here and I'm like, I want to praise Fangio for that. But then I'm like, you got big eyes over there on the other sideline. Yeah. And uh, oh. yeah. What is going I mean, what is going on? I Listen, we spent a lot of the offseason talking about the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Cincinnati Bengals. We disrespected the Jaguars. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Jacksonville. Here I was thinking that, you know, <laughs> yo, y'all had to be the worst team. We've talked a lot about the uh, the Giants here in the last couple weeks. But most yeah. those, last night, those might be the worst two teams in the National Football League that, that we stomached for three hours but, on a Thursday. But, but this is my only issue. I still have a hard time saying they're the worst because I haven't seen that Giants team score like that. It's true. I haven't seen that Jacksonville team score. I mean, they've scored. Saquon isn't walking through the door yeah, anytime yeah, so, soon. So that's my only – I'm like, at the end of the day, these two teams, I mean, you saw what they combined for. I mean, that's that's a lot of points. It is a lot of points. That's a lot of points. I almost took the under. Good thing I did. Right. I'm like, 37 points. We we, we got a powerful offense in Pittsburgh. We ain't scored 37 points yet in the game. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying in that regard, man. Yeah, but, it, it, you're right. I – I just never know to put what, where to put, you know, where to lie stock in that regard. Mm-hmm. Was it good performances by the offense, or is it just, was it just, you know, inept defending, and, and the offense has had their way for an evening? I don't know, but I will say this: if it's going to be an ugly football game, I'd rather have it be one where they're scoring it's into scoring, the thirties, yes. as opposed to like a final score of of sixteen to ten. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, if, it, if it's going to be ugly, but I'd rather about, have it be high we've scoring. We've seen ugly. that. You think about the Cardinals uh, after. The the Carson Palmer era, right, where they went through that stage, mm-hmm. just multiple quarterbacks, different guys hurt, guys that probably would have never had an opportunity to play in the league. That was what they looked like, where you're getting 13 points, 10 points. It's yeah. just like, golly, man, you know for a fact you don't have a chance. It's just U-G-L-Y. <laughs> yeah. So so that's that's my only thing Why I'm like, I, I give these guys a little bit of a bump. Yeah. But still, man, that that was brutal to watch. But something that was even more brutal, we're getting more reports now about the Tennessee Titans having more positive tests, both with the players and coaching staff. I mean, I I think this morning they even said the bus driver that drove the Titans to the game was tested positive. Yes, that stinks. Yes, absolutely, man. So you you talk about hopefully everything works all right for that uh, gentleman or or lady. Obviously, that that's rough. Yeah, when I was thinking about that, I was like, man, it's crazy that. We, we kind of joked about this a little bit off air. It kind of reminds you of the air that when you're on an airplane, right? In terms of you can be around a guy with the flu at the grocery store, in the classroom, and be fine. You put person people on close proximity, though, like how it is on an airplane or on a bus, and it changes everything. And you got that air, the same air Absolutely. that's Everybody's just breathing it. And, yeah. and you look at the amount of people now within that Titans organization that's popping up with a positive test. And on the contrary, you look at the Vikings who played against them, and they haven't had nothing yet. Any test? Yeah. They haven't had zero positive tests. And Vikings Texans still on for Sunday. Absolutely, man. But you could just see, man, when you talk about the people being in close proximity for elongated periods. Excuse me, for elongated periods of time. That's what we're seeing right now with the Titans. And honestly, I mean, kind of like what we talked about a little bit off air, man. You could see this potentially having lingering effects because of. I mean, here we are on Friday, yes. and they're still getting new positive tests. Mm-hmm. It, it's very similar to the Mar- the Miami Marlins situation where, okay, it was the day before the game. You're thinking it's just those players. All right, we'll quarantine We'll, we'll quarantine that game. We're good. Cancel or postpone that game. Don't worry about it. But then as the weeks progressed, we saw, man, they're still having new tests. They haven't had a day where it's been zero positive tests yet. And until you have that, you still got to keep searching right. to find where is this coming <laughs> and, from. And what, the facilities are closed on? down. And right. Yeah. yeah. So, so I would assume that they're not even going to be able to open up back up tomorrow, simply based on the fact that they're still no, having no multiple uh, d- uh, multiple positive tests. 
I, I don't see how they can open up tomorrow. Like you said, I listen. I'm not a doctor, and we, you know, we make the joke about hypotheticals here on the show. But particularly when it comes to these type of hypotheticals, we certainly do not want to do any speculating. This is way above our pay grade, way above our knowledge, uh, expertise. Certainly, neither Moats or I went to medical school. Just to you know, peel back the curtain a little bit. <laughs> but I, I, I think just as this goes along day by day. Uh, Two things there. One that you touched on. The first being, yeah, and until you get back to a day or two straight of no new positive tests, you can't really do much. I mean, you just got to, it kind of is what it is. You got to wait and bide your time until you get to that point at least to start formulating a plan to move forward. And then the second thing for me is with this, with what's going on with, you know, the kind of juxtaposition of, okay, so it's spreading throughout the Titans. The Vikings seem to be good. All of this happening while, and hey, hey. Knock, knock on wood. Knock on wood if you don't talk baseball or you don't talk politics. Hey. But I don't really think this is talking politics. This is just a fact. We all know this morning the president tested positive and the first lady for coronavirus. And Arthur Motes, if the president and the first lady can get it, right, anybody can get it. Corona won all the smoke. A- exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> and I don't uh, – that, that's not that's not a political statement to make that if the president and his whoa, wife – Whoa, whoa, That is political, man. You're talking politics, with all bro. The, with all the, you know, secret service and security and precautions and every resource, I would imagine, in the world at their disposal. At their disposal. If they can get it, anyone can get it. We're seeing that with the Titans, a bunch of it, and we would have thought that that would have affected the Vikings. Where I'm going with all this is – Something that you and I have been saying now for months. The only level-headed take with all of this is just that we we don't know. Like, Jim Mora, right? Yeah. You might think you know, but you don't know. Um, and it, it sucks. We, we've, we've said that a bunch of times. It's frustrating. It's annoying. I mean, this could be a double whammy for Arthur Motes because the Titans are supposed to play his Steelers this weekend. That ain't happening. Oh. They were supposed to play his Buffalo Bills next weekend. Who knows if that's going to happen? Or, or if it's supposed to happen on schedule. We talked about how— right. Uh, Maybe just, that's the game that ends yeah. up getting pushed back to Tuesday. Because we talked about how under everything that was going on, they were going to potentially move this game to either Monday or Tuesday. But now with the Buffalo Bills, they're going to be in a very, very similar situation, man. And it's, it's unfortunate because you just – until you have a day of no tests or a day of no positive tests, you just don't know how much longer it's going to be. And the uncertainty, I know from an NFL standpoint – the 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 guys who make the big decisions, the suits and stuff, I know they have to be frustrated with it as well because at least if you know, we can make a plan. If I know that That's hey, the most frustrating part right, is at the least unknown. if I know I can say, all right, we're gonna move this game here, we'll play that at that time, boom, boom, and go on about our business. But because they still haven't been able to stop the outbreak that the Titans are experiencing right now, you you're not even able to make any progress in the situation it, it, it becomes the the wait and see approach but in a more negative element because now it's potentially another team getting affected by this situation it's a whole lot of moving parts i mean it's frustrating it is but i think we go back to this too it's that like this is the way it has to work if we're you know if we're going to play a full NFL season if we're going to get to the playoff you know we're going to crown a Super Bowl champion in February right like this is the way it has to work this is the system working as frustrating as it might be and uh you know like Mike Tomlin says we don't care we're rolling mm. with the punches we'll figure it out absolutely man we do not care <laughs> <laughs> i love that right there man I, I really do i really do and it's funny man um, when we go into this next segment too we had a chance to uh to catch up with stefan to it man he was on the uh the arthur most experience with deke podcast oh, i hear that's a great show uh, man it, it's not too bad man but um he was talking about this would have been on monday when they first started talking about everything that was going on so yeah he, he shares a little bit about 
how it's affecting his family and just the the thought process behind it, man. So it's the definitely going to be good. I think a year, lot man. of people have. Asked, I wonder what you know. I wonder what the what Steelers the are, thinking are thinking about right. all this. Yeah. yeah, and obviously, like I said, this was the day before they officially postponed it. But yeah, definitely check that out, man. So. With that being said, though, man, we're going to hit a little break right here, pay some bills like we always do because it's on my dime for this segment, <laughs> and I don't want to lose money. So, you know learn much, you man. You know what too? <laughs> What's up? Is it, normally, we got a lot of stuff to tease on a Friday. Yeah, and it's different we this week. Yeah, it's different. And we're not asking for people's predictions, <laughs> you know. And, <laughs> right. yeah, but we're still going to be singing today. We're still going to be singing. Hey, don't, don't, don't get asking. it twisted now. All right, I was out walking the dog this morning, yeah. and I, you know, I wrote some stuff down. It's definitely going to be some words or, sung, some ad-libs like, given. Or like little Wayne always says right Ooh. i don't i don't write anything down it's nah. all it's all it's all up here you know what i'm saying you just but i got up. some stuff up here you've been you. cooking i saw the smoke coming out the ears but when i walked in, I saw oh, he got flames today <laughs> i'm excited about this one but yeah man this is jeweler and man still a nation blitz on snr we do not care This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. If you know, you know. And you know Fridays from 12 to 2, the only place you need to be tuned into is Steelers Blitz, Euler and Motes. You know that. That's why you're the power grid because you give us life. (laughs) And in return to you giving us life, we like to give you... Audio. We like to give you interviews. We like to give you content that you might not get anywhere else. So, like well, I said, getting, man, well, I mean, I guess technically you could get this somewhere else, but but it's a part of the same family. But it's a part though. of same our, family. It's, it's the Arthur Motes family tree it's here, a, baby. Part of the same family. So, like I said, man, we, we teased it a little bit going into the break. We got Stefan to it, man. Um, did an interview with him the other day on my podcast where he talks about the game potentially being rescheduled at the time and ultimately the thought process and precautions he's had to take with his family and how it's affected them as well. So definitely check this out, man, and enjoy. With the Titans game, man, being moved from Sunday at 1 o'clock to either Monday or Tuesday, just talk about how you've been handling this situation, man. I know it's very fluid right now. Well, you know how we handled on it. We handled on it like – we're going to be prepared to play Sunday, but then they right. just changed that. So we handed it now. It's like we're prepared to play Monday. <laughs> but whenever they choose to play the game, we're going to be prepared to do it, and we're not going to stay off from it. There we go. <laughs> what was your initial reaction to the news that they had, what, three players test positive? I think, yeah, the news dropped yesterday. Yeah. So what was your initial reaction? Well, the initial reaction is, of course, what everybody else is thinking. You know, everybody got family members back at home. Mm. And, you know, when they're done playing this game, when they done, when we're done practicing, when we're done playing football games, we all go back home to our families. And I have a wife. I have two kids. You know, Cam have wives and two kids. Tyson have a wife and a couple kids. It's just like, you know, you know, a lot of these guys, they're veterans now. Our family's at home. So I guess the risk is, you know, going to a game like this and having your fam- coming back and having your family contract this virus, I think, could have – you know, a little mental psyche, you know, wall for players to like get over. But, you know, like I said, I told my wife um, to leave for a couple of days. And, you know, after I take my test and do the things that I need to do, if um, everything is clear, she could come back. But I think we all know the sacrifices we chose to do to be able to play this game we love. And I think our families understand that too as well. Man, I'm actually glad that you you talked a little bit about the family side of it because I do think 
that's what's getting lost throughout this whole COVID situation, especially when it comes to sports. People forget that you guys have wives, you have family members that you're going back home to and potentially are jeopardizing and things like that, man. So that's good to hear that you're taking precautions and things like that, you know? Yeah. And you just have to. Um, it's just because, like you said, we, we we all play this game to be able to create a second opportunity for ourselves afterwards. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't want to play this game while you're jeopardizing the possible chance of losing the life of a loved one. Mm. And I think some of those people already opted out if they had any, you know, I guess, underlying issues that probably would have been right. affected by the COVID. We were blessed enough to not be involved in that situation. But in the situation that we are probably going to be in now with a possible chance of playing an outbreak team that could not, like somebody could be hiding. Like there could be a person hiding with the issue, underlying issue going on into the game. And, you know, we may end up all getting it, but we won't know till that time come to come back home and bring that to our families. um, You know, that is like you just said, people don't know that. And that's the risk we take. So that's why I said, I speak to my family. We're very upfront, very honest with things that we, um, especially like games like this going in saying like, Hey, uh, you need to be gone for like 10 days. You need to be gone for like a week or two weeks. You need to have this opportunity to be with your parents or my parents mm-hmm. and the kids too to get away. And even though we're like away from our families for a couple of weeks, it's just precautionary. It's just, True. hey, I may have something. And if I do, I want I don't want you guys here. I'd rather wait it out, get this out of my system, and then you guys can come back. I wouldn't want to pass this to you. And then you passing this to you and, you know, you see your family and you pass it into right. your family. There's a lot of risk at that. Very true, man. And like I said, man, we definitely tip our cap to you guys for that, man. And, and keep you in our prayers as well, man. But I uh, appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. no doubt. But come on, you know my brother. You already know this, man. Now, Derrick Henry, man, we've seen the type of running back he is. We know what type of success he's been able to have this season thus far. Just talk about the challenges of stopping him this week, man. What's that like for you guys? Man, that man is a elk. <laughs> that man is a full-out moose. The man. <laughs> the man. It's unbelievable for a man that size to move the way he moved. It's and crazy. that's why you see why <laughs> I, I can see why the secondary have problems tackling a man that big. He's basically a deep as a head running. Seriously, it's unbelievable. man. Yeah, but I think of a guy like him, we just got to play stout. And uh, he's almost like old school football, mm-hmm. stay in our gaps and uh, get stop him before he really gets moving. Because once he gets moving, it's hard. He's a hard man to bring down. And he got a very powerful stiff arm mm. that he'd be just completely throwing people off with. No so we question. just need to make sure we stop him, stop him from getting going and get, getting into second gear. And we should be fine. I like that. <laughs> now, do you have any other concerns coming up to this Tennessee game, whether it is like traveling down there, having the extra day, maybe how that affects the schedule for the weeks going forward, or I, I don't know if there's just like a general sentiment, maybe some conversations that you guys have had uh, amongst the locker room just going forward into this game. It could even be on the field outside of the Derrick Henry talk, but just anything, uh, I guess, that's sticking out to you in your mind that's maybe a general sentiment within the locker room. Well, no, I think um, I think if you was inside the locker room and hearing it from the coach's standpoint, I think if you're in football, especially in professional league or any professional sport you play, you just don't like uncertainty. And I think that's basically the biggest issue right now is uncertainty because everything every day is a plan. Everybody got a ritual that they do. Everybody got something they do before they go play the next game. Creatures of habit right now. Yeah. (laughs) And so right now you have uncertainty. And I think that's the biggest thing. That's probably um, the biggest issue for players, coaches and the NFL in general itself. 
Yeah, absolutely. Now, now I have a quick question. This maybe kind of a funny question, but I got I got a ritual going on right now. Uh oh. Little superstitious. I got Uh-oh. a beard that I'm growing. We're three and zero right now. I'm I'm predicting the same record every week. Do you have a ritual that's I don't know maybe getting messed up a little bit or some type of superstitious thing that you have going on? You know, I just had this conversation with uh, TJ and Cam actually today about superstitions and <laughs> rituals and things like that. And Cam was like, he's going to cut his hair off if you don't get a sack. You know, just things like that, you know. <laughs> and, you know, TJ was talking about how he he don't have it. And then as he was explaining that, he was explaining all the superstition things that people would have. So I just think, like, it's just any – I don't really have a superstition. Um, I just believe in just – like I don't call it superstition because it's the regular thing that we do. That's just like I said, get your workouts in, get your IVs in, just do all the things that you do already when you start training camp, and then, you know you'll be fine. I feel like if I miss one of those, then I'll probably be like a little weirded out. Man, so right there, that was a still is D tackle Stefan to it, man. Just talking about everything, you know, from from this situation man the the moving of games how he's been taking precautions really puts it in perspective man yeah. when you hear him talk about the family element of it having to send the folks away yeah i mean that's tough but yeah it's, a, it's part of the thing that we're, you, that we're doing I right mean, now if man. you want to make it work right yeah. he, he's stefan to it clearly sounds like a guy who is is committed to making this work and, absolutely man. and that's what you want to hear right because i mean obviously it's frustrating that all this stuff happening with the titans is you know out it's affecting the steelers even mm-hmm. though it's outside of their control but that's still better than having it affect you directly. Absolutely, you know what I mean, and it's still relatively outside of your control as well, too. Uh, yeah, it, it you know it's it it really kind of puts it into perspective there. These these guys are are cognizant of that, and and you know, too, it's not the only one who has spoken about that uh, this season and in the off season. But you know, to hear him this week talking about some of those things he's doing with his family, it's yeah, you know, this is this is real life for these guys. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's unfortunate, man, that this is what. These guys have to to do from a, a precautionary standpoint or proactive standpoint. But when you decide to opt in, this is kind of what you knew you would have to do if if you want to protect your family uh, in particular. You know, so definitely tip my cap to him and all the guys that are making these sacrifices. Yeah. But um, something that he did talk about was the uh, uncertainty and how just as athletes we don't like uncertainty we're so schedule oriented we know this is that for that day this is this for this day and so forth and so forth and up until a couple of minutes ago we didn't know when the game was going to be played we kind of had some speculation whether it was going to be during the bye week whether it was going to be added on at the end of the season Mm -hmm. looks like the nfl just came out and made an announcement yes they did so this is the now we officially know this is the steelers loan bye week this is it welcome to the bye week it's here and we're rolling going forward because Steelers-Titans has been rescheduled for Week 7. That's October 25th. And the Steelers and Ravens, uh, which was originally supposed to be Week 9, and they were supposed to have Week 8 bye weeks, has been rescheduled for Week 8. That is November 1st. So this is the bye week, and then we roll along like normal for the next two weeks. And then Week 7 is the Titans, Week 8 is the Ravens, and then it'll be normal from there as well too the Pittsburgh Steelers Tennessee Titans game originally scheduled for week four Sunday October 4th again rescheduled for week seven it'll still be thank the good lord mozi a one o'clock kickoff on Sunday October 25th and then Steelers at Ravens uh moves from week seven to week eight like I said that also stays at a one o'clock kickoff on November 1st just a week later the Steelers and the Titans now have a week four bye and the Ravens bye originally set for week eight will now be week seven 
So there you go, Steelers fans. That's something else that we can gripe about is that the Ravens are going to get a bye the week before they play us, but the Steelers get jack squat. Oh, now I'm all angry again, my <laughs> Hey, and, and I hope that, you know, power grade if y'all got some feelings about this which i'm sure you guys do whether it's the interview whether it's the rescheduling of the games man we want to hear your your, yes, your comments do. man we want to know your thoughts man so make sure you come in here getting your tweets off all right at the body 52 the body and at wesley euler the good hair come on the- man that's the only way to do it you know and, and we got something fun coming up in the next segment we do too. we're gonna have a little singing in the next segment gotta do that i've heard that we had uh you know, this announcement that just happened here, and we're finding out in real time that the Ravens are going to have a bye week the week before the Steelers, but the Steelers aren't going to have a bye week the week before the Ravens. You know, I just reached out to the big man, mm-hmm. the boss guy, mm-hmm. you know, the, the bench boss on the yeah, sideline yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd he say? What'd he say? Four words. We do not care. All right. Thanks, Coach. All right. We'll play hey, on. I appreciate that, man. Very, very, you know, thought provoking right there. Got me motivated. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I love this thing. I love this man. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But so, we don't care. We don't. So there we go. We don't care. We got something else, uh, we got something else to complain about, although Thrash says, I'm with Coach T. We still don't care. We still don't care. Give me the Ravens. Let's go. Line them up. Shut them down. It does not matter, man, who you're oh. playing, where you're at. All, all that. Hey, I play him in a doubleheader in the parking lot. Every, we've all heard that if you played any type of sport. <laughs> I, I play him in a doubleheader in the parking lot. You get your chance now. You're going to get your chance. Well, you're going to get truth. your chance. And like I said. If you want grain of salt, if you want history, if you want positives, right, Arthur Motes? The last time the Pittsburgh Steelers had a week four bye. Mm. And then, you know, had to play, what, 13 straight games or mm-hmm. whatever it is after that. Mm-hmm. It was 2005. Uh-huh. Super Bowl forty. Okay. And the Pittsburgh Steelers were victorious. You said it was a victory. 13 straight regular season games, plus they had to play the wild card that year because they didn't get the uh, the division uh, or a bye. They didn't win the division or secure a bye. So 13 straight regular season games, four straight in the playoffs, 17 straight weeks of the football for the Steelers in 2005. It ended with the bus holding up that Lombardi in Detroit, Super Bowl 40. So, hey, you know, we all like good signs, good karma. If you're uh, if you're T.O.'d, right, if you're ticked off about uh, which, which you probably might have a little bit of perturbedness going on. I feel like, Motsi, a lot of Steeler Nation who had been taking this very level-headedly, when they find out that now the Ravens have a bye week before the Steelers, before they play the Steelers and the Steelers oh, don't. Oh, they losing their mind. Uh, some of that level-headedness might go out the window. Oh, no, no. How you going to get on the bye week and not us? Oh, we got issues now, baby. We got issues. But uh, real quick, hold on. Uh, Coach T just texted me. Oh, what did he say? We do not care. All right, so there we go. Boom. We play on. Wise words right there, man. Wise words. So you know what? He doesn't care, but I do care about getting out of these breaks so that way I don't get fined. So with that being said, it's Jeweler Most on SNR. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yeah, baby. Euler and Motes on a Friday. And you know it's the return. The return of our favorite thing to do on a Friday. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're going to get to sing a little bit. Oh, man. I-, I just love it. I love it. Because at first I thought that we weren't going to care about not being able to sing because, you know, it was the game and everything like that being moved. But we do care. 
Listen, like Coach T said, Arthur Motes, uh, we do not care. Uh, we do not blink. You better not blink. I told you, I haven't had eyelids since 2014. I have to walk around with clear eyes because my eyes are always dry. All right? <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one there. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, you know, we're trying to keep things uniform here on a Friday. Um, no game this weekend. So I guess this is our pseudo bye week. No, no, not pseudo. It is yeah, our I mean, bye week. It is. It is the bye. You're no, right. Yeah, As, say, yeah. yeah, in case you missed it, yeah. this is officially this the bye week now. Yeah, no, no more guessing around. That's true. No, no more. Maybe it's not this week. Maybe it's not. Nothing. Maybe they'll tack on an extra week nah, at the end of the season. Bruh. Yeah, this is the bye week. Welcome to the bye week. We got 13 straight weeks here. Uh, we had a couple people. Arthur Motes, mm-hmm. uh, that tweeted about the Here We Go song yesterday. Usman uh, mm-hmm. did, I know. I think Ray did. And maybe the lit one, Rebecca, lit, as lit, well. Lit. So you know what, Arthur Motes? I know that uh, a lot of Steeler Nation is let down by the fact that there's no game this weekend. But I couldn't let down Steeler Nation with no song this weekend. You're such a good guy. You're so thoughtful. Listen, I'm just a man of the people, all right? I'm overworked and I'm underpaid. Isn't that the best way to be? But I am a man of the people. I- I'm-, I'm overpaid and underworked. Uh, you got it nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get on that Arthur Motes plan up in here. I try, try to be overpaid and underrated. That's all. That's, that's my goal in life. Speaking of which, uh, new show announcement next week. Motes and I are still going to be here noon to two. Woohoo! There's going to be some other stuff going on. Speaking of overworked and underpaid. Big time. Uh, but we'll get to that next week because, I mean, we only got so much here on a Friday. Uh, but one of the things that we do always have on a Friday, Arthur Motes, and who would I be to deny the people? It's our little Here We Go song. It's the only way to do it, right? I mean, I guess so. We want to do this now? Is it, it's a go time here? I, I do feel like it's go time. You know, last segment of the first I, hour, that's right. before 1 o'clock hits. It's true. I'm looking at because I don't even have my clock on right now. I'm just looking out at the sun. And I will say this. As soon as this segment started, it just got like the weather outside just greatly improved. It was overcast and raining. Exactly. Now, now the sun's out. We got sunlight shining in here. Yeah. So I think Mr. Golden Sun out there is opening up the sky so he can uh-huh. he can hear the song as well, too. And, and, you know? and I feel like your, your vocals are warmed up. I saw you drinking your body my, my, armor my, my, in here. My, 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 so you're good to go, man. So I Doe, think... a deer, a female deer. Yeah, it is. Ray, uh-huh. a drop of golden sun. Sun, 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 sun. Unique New York. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Whew. Okay, I'm ready. All right, you good now? I think so. Is there any sure? ah red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather? These all are right. all the these were all the you know the this is the thing how you get your you get your mouth ready for singing and talking. Say no more. Red. <laughs> I feel like they're oh how now brown cow. That's the last one. I knew there was one I was forgetting. How now brown cow? How now brown cow? All right, Arthur Motes, like Andrea Bocelli. I'm I'm ready. Let's go to work then, baby. Oh, baby. That song just, that, that beat just does something to you. Oh, baby, you love this right here. I do. Come I on do. now. I'm fired up. I'm ready. I love it, man. Let it cook for a little bit. Let it cook Pittsburgh's for a little bit. Pittsburgh's gone to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you got to let it cook. You got to let it get in your system. Here we go. Here we go. The Stiller Nation has the best radio host. That's why we're in the Electric Factory with Euler and Moats. Here we go. Stinking Rona. Yeah. Ruining our plans. Oh no, not the road. bad enough the games ain't got no fans. Come on, man, we can't see anything. An either. apple a day keeps the doctor away. Hey. But if Yin's got the virus, we ain't gonna play. Here we go. <coughs> Get the mask out. Where's the mask? Come on. Good old Titans. Y'all are Titans. Cool, you can't be Titans. You, you ain't conquer the uh, the corona, did you? No, please. First two. 
Come on, man. Verse 2, man. Get us right, Wes. Come on. Early bye week. That ain't no fun. Come on. I like a bye week. Sundays are for watching them Steelers run. One thing that I know for sure is that TJ and Big Bud are looking for a cure. Here we go. They're going to find that cure, and then they're going to sack it because that's what they do, baby. The Power Twins. Now you're going to like how oh, I end this yeah. year, Arthur Moss. Here we go now. You better end it right now. All end right. it right, man. Last Third verse. verse. Come Last on, baby. Verse. Let's go, Wesley Euler. Woo-woo! What to do with all this extra time? I don't really know right now. Maybe grab a Corona and Lime. Ooh, that would be nice. Because, baby, don't you shed no tears. At least on Saturday, we still got the Mountaineers. Here we go. Oh, I'm definitely crying for the Mountaineers. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you like that? Oh, one? Lord. You would oh, drop you a... You didn't think I was you going to drop a Mountaineers? You really going to drop a Mountaineers in you there, man? You didn't think I was going there, oh, but I went wow. there. Oh, wow. I just feel some type of way right now. You, oh, you should have seen it coming. Wow. This, this setup was there. Wow. Oh. Here I was thinking we got progress, thinking we're, we're, we're solely Steelers. And you going to drop a Mountaineers line in Arthur Motes, that oh, I'm feeling some type of way. is your Here We Go song by week postponed edition. Wow. Wow. An apple a day keeps the doctor away, but if Yen's got the virus... We ain't gonna play. Mask up, baby. <laughs> <coughs> Mask up. <coughs> All right, Arthur Motes, what do you think? Uh, give me, give me the, give me the Rotten Tomatoes review here. Now here listen, man, you you started out strong. For 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 ninety nine percent of the song you were on, man. Ninety nine percent of the song you were on. It was kind of like Drake. You couldn't miss. And then you went and did the unthinkable. What Wait, what you happened? pulled an did Atlanta I, Falcons. Did I miss something? What happened? You, you had a 28-3 lead in the second half. You were up 3-1 going against LeBron in 2015. And you dropped the Mountaineers rhyme in there. Come on, man. But you know what? We do not care. <laughs> <laughs> so give them a 10, baby. Let's go. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and can I say, can I tell you folks already, next week's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Eagles week on the show here, all right? Oh. I got some ideas percolating for that Eagles song already. Does bye week have a sound? Bye week, it's... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> can I get a glass with some ice in it from my bye week? Let, let them know what I'm on. Thrash says, uh, that's the worst Here We Go song so far. I give it a 9 out of 13. <laughs> Thrash, just know I saw what you did there, and just know you just lost your good friend of the show status. I oh! mean, way to go, Thrash. I mean, a Penn State guy joking, wow. joking for Pitt. Wow. I never thought I'd see the day. I thought we were in this together, Thrash. A 9 out of 13. Ooh, that's a shot at you. You know what that is. Yeah, you know what we that know, is. I know exactly. Hey, you give me know the break here. Is. I'm going to rewrite some Sweet Caroline oh, lyrics oh, on the other side. Oh, <laughs> hey, P PG-13. PG-13. <laughs> Also said Mozi going to break reminds me of Beast Mode at the Super Bowl. I'm just here so he doesn't get fined. Just here so I don't get fined, man. You know, I, I, I'm not as polished as my colleague with the good head. You know, he gets in and out. He's never worried about getting fined. <laughs> For me, I, I'm on a short leash. They're like, hey, did you say that? What was that? Hold on. Your break was at what time? You ain't get out? Oh, it's coming out to check now, baby. And see, that's the duality of this show. That's the duality of the man, the beauty of Steelers Blitz, is that I have to be concerned about getting fined because, again, overworked and underpaid. <laughs> but, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're overpaid and underworked, you know, you just you ain't got time to be concerned with such things, baby. 
Or maybe you do have more time. That's what, yeah, you're right. I got that backwards. You have more time to be concerned. Hold on now. Let me get it together. With such things. Uh, (laughs) Arthur Motes, yeah, I got some ideas percolating for the Eagles next week. I'm excited about it. We'll be be back to our usual programming with the Here We Go song uh, next week. We also will have, uh, we'll do a little, for the first time ever on the show, I think, we'll have a little Steelers enemies you know, mm. a little uh, a little view from the other side. You know, yeah, yeah, we will have, yeah. uh, we will have a guy that I used to work with. His name's John Barchard. He's going to join us on the show next Wednesday. He, uh, you know, works for the the Eagles flagship where I used to work. Uh, just wait, Arthur Motes. Wait till you hear this guy when he comes on air with us next week. Uh-huh. Like when he when I bring when we bring him on the show and he first starts talking, you're going to look at me like this dude has a voice of God. <laughs> like this dude has a voice. He does voiceover stuff. Uh, for for like production companies in LA. Oh wow! Is what like okay. that's the type of voice that he has. Uh, he's he's a little he's a few years older than us, but he's our same relative age group. He's a good dude. Yeah, so pretty big time. I'm I looking like forward it. to that. And Arthur Motes. I mean, that's kind of where we are right now, right? We're we're on to Philadelphia because again, if you're just joining us, no more speculating needed. This is now the Steelers bye week. Uh, they will play the Titans week seven. They will play the Ravens week eight. Everything else is uniform across the board. This is the bye week. We roll along from here. And I enjoy that. I am enjoying that a lot. Yeah. I'm on vacation. Somehow, some way. Mentally, I'm on vacation. I mean, I'm gonna we're gonna have to enjoy these next couple days here because it's gonna yeah. be full steam ahead after this. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, y'all 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 snuck a day out of here on us, man. If we would have known this was the bye week come Monday, it'd have been a little different of how we would have handled said situation. Exactly. I mean, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but I mean, I'd probably be going off somewhere with the wifey as soon as we got off air here. Absolutely. But that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. It's neither here nor there. It's all good. But coming up, what we are going to be talking about, Mm -hmm. I'm excited about this, man. What you excited about? Man, we got to talk about the unsung heroes of the Steelers on offense and defense. I like Um, it. You, you during the bye week is typically when you do all the self reflecting when, yeah, yeah. when you get a chance to see well man who's been the most impressive okay who's been the least impressive who's been the guy that hasn't got that recognition I feel like man it's only right that we do that since it is the bye week now so it is now the bye week yeah <laughs> and enjoy it man I'm excited uh, about it man so we're gonna cut it. we're gonna pay these bills get to this break and then after that man we coming back to talk about the unsung heroes baby of your Pittsburgh Steelers the Jeweler Motes on SNR. We do not care. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Stealing Nation! How we doing? I'm stressed. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> because it's Friday. It's 1 o'clock. Number one, it's the weekend. But number two, it's the bye week, baby! Uh, I mean, I'm, ex- I'm not nearly as Come excited on, as I would have been if it was four weeks from now. But hey, here we listen, go. Weekend listen. off is always good. Not only am I hype about it being Friday, not only am I hype about this being the last hour of the show for this week, not only am I hype about it being the weekend, I'm also hyped because one of my former teammates in TJ Watt... Ooh. Just was placed on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah, he was. How about that? Big time by him, man. It's it's awesome to see everything that he's receiving right now. Rightfully so, man. Can I just say quick, quick side note here? Mm-hmm. Quick digression. Sports Illustrated covers 
sports magazine covers in general, that's like one of those things of yesteryear that's mm. going out the window. But yeah, that I it felt kind of weird to see it. Like, I, I forgot all like, about sports. Yeah, year, bro. and growing up too, I was. I mean, I don't know. You remember Rick Riley? Yeah, absolutely. Wrote the back yeah. page for Sports yeah. Illustrated. Like mm-hmm. every week, we'd get that Sports Illustrated. I can't remember if it was Tuesday or Thursday. Yeah, it was. It was it, Tuesday I or felt, Thursday. I felt like Sports Illustrated was Tuesday because I, I had I NFL right. the magazine that would always come at the end of the week. At the Thursday. end of the week. I think mm-hmm. you're right. Yep. So Sports Illustrated would always come on Tuesdays. I'd rush home from school. The first thing I would do would be go to the back page and read the, the Rick Riley column. The second thing I would do is I would rip off the covers of the Sports Illustrated uh-huh. and I would take like in the, in my bathroom. Yes. When I was a kid. Yes. You couldn't see the wall paper in my in my bathroom because it was yeah, all, all just, the covers it was yeah. all sports illi- and you know, sometimes it sports sometimes it'd be dope because you would get the picture fold out it's like in the middle of yep. the magazine you open it up yep. and it's like oh it's a bigger one yep. like, i had one yeah. i had one of those interior fold outs of remember when randy moss did the fake moon of the uh-huh, crowd? Uh-huh. i remember my mom was not happy that i put that one up on my <laughs> wall <laughs> uh, but yeah that that's one of those like sports fan things that you know, it's a shame. We got we got little G with us, your your son in, in here with us today. Like when he's growing up as a sports fan, I don't know. The, it's going to be all you digital, won't be man. Clipping magazines yeah. and newspapers and stuff like it, we were. He'll, as a he'll kid. be just pressing down on the screen, yeah, and then it's the same, same image, image. <laughs> and, then, and then he'll make a little collage and, and post, post it, it post Instagram. it IG. That, that's that's the new wallpaper now, man. <laughs> that's that's the new how I view magazines. I, honestly, if TJ hadn't been on the magazine cover this month, and they didn't. Obviously, with the stills, like they promoted it and told everybody, if they didn't do that, I would have thought Sports Illustrated hadn't even put right. out anything for like right. The past That's just year all or so. digital. Yeah, yeah. That's just how I, I mean. I feel like the days of your old print magazines, print newspaper, but it's. Yeah. I mean, even now you think about uh, just the paper in general. It, it used to be every day of the week. Now I think it's just Three once days a week. A week yeah, or something it's like a couple that. days a week yeah. at best. So it, it, it's different, man. But either way, huge honor for TJ, man, being. The on, on the cover of Sports Illustrated, um, I can tell you any athlete, especially in my generation that's growing up, it's still cool. It's still cool, man. It's kind of like being on the cover of Madden, man. There's certain mm-hmm. things that you're just like, bro. If you're on the cover, like that's, that's it's cool. Tight. It is. It, it, it is cool. And I'm sure you'll probably be able. You know, you go to your local Giant Eagle in Western Pennsylvania. Oh, absolutely. They'll probably be stocked out on that TJ Watt uh, Sports Illustrated absolutely, cover. Absolutely, <laughs> man. I feel like I gotta go get one just to support my brother, man. I mean, shoot, you know how that goes. I still, you know what? It's fun. A couple couple weeks. I mean, a couple weeks ago. At this point, it's been a couple months. But during quarantine, I went through a bunch of my old sports collectible stuff that you know I just had in boxes. And the yeah, I still have. From the whole 2005 run, from the whole 2008 Super Bowl run, I have all, all the those. Covers. I have all those Sports yeah. Illustrated. Still, I got, I got them from the Penguins in 2009 when when they won the cup. You know, I like I, it. Even in 16 and 17, when the Pens won the Stanley Cup, I was living in Philly at the time. But like, I told my mom, like, go to the gas station, It'll give me one. get me a cover of the Trib and the Post Gazette. So I've got all that stuff. That that's very much going by the wayside. I think with the generation after us. Um, hey, it's unfortunate, but life evolves. No question, man. That gives us, you know, we can we can be the old curmudgeon get off my lawn guys in that in that regard. Oh, you kids killed newspapers and magazines back in my day. We we used to hang Lamar Woodley up on the wall. Even though I'm not gonna lie, man, I feel like I I do enjoy the not having to deal with the. All right, well now this is one is up there. But if this guy did something bad, I don't like (laughs) it. And I gotta take it off and try to replace it. I love the convenience of not having it. I can just go ahead and delete my picture, delete the trash, and I'm good to go. You feel me? I do enjoy that element of it, all right? The more things change, the more they stay the same. Basically. But, man, what we wanted to talk about in this particular segment, man, um, talk about the unsung heroes of the Steelers, man, on offense and defense. Um, For me, when I think of 
just the one guy, you know, I got to start defense because that's what we do. Of course. Especially on a Friday. Of course. I, I feel like uh, the most unsung hero to me right now is Vince Williams. Hmm. And I say that because I think of a guy like Tyson, right? And I'm like, Tyson's been very productive. If you watch him on tape, man, he's been dominating the centers he's played against. But he it hasn't necessarily showed up in terms of, like, a ton of stats. He's making plays for other guys, but he's not getting the numbers associated with it. Whereas I feel like with Vince, man, not only is he getting the numbers, you look at the tackles for loss, I think he's leading the league right now in tackles mm-hmm. for loss. He has a couple of sacks as well. I, I just enjoy – Seeing a guy that isn't a high pedigree guy as well. Yeah. We talked about Tyson being a first round pick, part of that awesome draft class of 2010, the hey. best class ever. And I'm not biased at all. When when I think of that, I'm just like, you know, you you expect him to be able to produce and ball out on the type of level that we're seeing. But with Vince, I'm like, number one, Vince was viewed as the weak link coming into this season, right? We talked about Troy Edmonds, but the the biggest question we said was an interior linebacker because of Vince and some of his uh, inefficiencies when it comes to coverage and things like that. But what he's been able to do in terms of the run game, in terms of blitzing, I feel like that's outweighed the the shortcomings that he has from a coverage standpoint. Mm -hmm. And just seeing him being able to flash and still – receive some type of notoriety, some type of talking about when you look at the guys that he's playing next to, to me, I think that, man, he he's the guy from your defense. I like that. I like that answer a lot. I think Vince might have been where I've gone as well, but for the sake of conversation here, it's a tougher conver- – it, it is a tougher conversation, right? Because, I mean, let's – like, Bud and TJ have been getting their roses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Tuit got his roses last week. Cam Hayward, I feel like, always gets his respect. And people know that even when he's not putting up the numbers, he's they can still see numbers. the double teams yeah. and the attention that he's commanding. Absolutely. Um, and his, and his bankroll. His bankroll real nice. <laughs> real, real, real nice. I thought about Mike Hilton for a second, but who am I kidding? He hasn't been unsung. People have been singing his yeah. praises these for these first couple weeks. So how about – you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of scraping for some options here, but how about going with Ola and Alex Highsmith? Ooh, because I'll tell you this much. Okay, uh, we didn't see it as much last week, honestly. Bud and uh-huh. TJ were out there for the majority of the steps. The first two weeks of the season, yes. Giants and the Broncos, those two guys were getting some spin. Absolutely, and they had tackles for loss. They were disruptive. There was never a moment that I saw them out there and I thought, "Oh no, we're screwed." Yeah, I I, I like them a lot. They, man. We, like we talked about, you know, we were very confident about this defense. Right, the starting eleven, and then when you went a little bit deeper than that, right, we talk about uh, if you wanted to include Vince Williams in that or not. We you know we talk about Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton and and how we had faith in a lot of those guys. But where we kind of talked about some, uh, you know, there could be some depth issues. We talked about that at safety. We talked about that at outside linebacker. So far, so good with with Ola and with Highsmith. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, just talking about Ola and Danny this past game. Remember the interception yep. that Deshaun Watson threw to Mike Hilton. Ola Danny is the one that's chasing mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Ola beat his guy, ran around his guy again, mm-hmm. and then chased after him. He had a couple big <laughs> tackles for loss in the Giants game. Absolutely. I just think, man, you're right. With Highsmith and Ola Danny, those guys have been flashing. They've definitely silenced a lot of the depth questions. And I'm really impressed with them also because of the tackles that they've played against are actually good. It's not like they've – we talk about the uh, the Giants as a team. We said, man, they're bad as a team. But we talked about their their tackles. We say, hey man, they 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 was it the fourth? Was it fourth overall pick or sixth mm-hmm. overall pick? Fourth, I think. Yeah, we say fourth, yeah, fourth, fourth sounds, uh, yes. talking about Andrew Thomas. Fourth, yes. Fourth, yes. fourth overall pick. I'm like, that's legit. Mm-hmm. So if you're creating pressure on him, I, I I respect that. Then we looked at them uh, this past week. Like I said, with 
with uh, Oled Daney, I know he had, a, like I said, a really good rush against Laramie Tunsil. We talked about Laramie Tunsil. That's a top three tackle in his league. Yes, sir. Depending on how you want to slice it. So when I'm seeing that type of stuff, I'm like, yeah, I like this a lot right there, man. So so for me, man, I definitely share that sentiment. I think that they haven't been liabilities at all. In fact, they've been playmakers when they've been out there. And I just love the energy that they're playing with. Yeah. They don't look like two young guys that are trying not to make a mistake. They don't look like two young guys who are thinking right. they're when confident they're on the field. There, they're yeah. confident. They know their assignments. And, yeah, I, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's been it's been nice to see those guys emerge here early in the season, and you got to think right that I mean they'll only get more comfortable and more ingrained here going forward the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And you know if we want to take positives with the bye week being moved up now, you know we talked about Deontay Johnson and his concussion stuff, and hey, I think it gives you a chance too with those rookies. You've seen a lot of good from Claypool and Dotson. You've seen a lot of good from Alex Highsmith, and even though Ola obviously isn't a rookie, you know he's still a a younger guy who has had mm-hmm. a limited amount of of game action reps particularly if you take preseason out of the equation, too. I think it's a good opportunity to self-scout with those guys, too. And, hey, through the first three weeks, we have done X, Y, and Z very well. But you know what? We could still be doing this a little bit better. Uh, there's there's some positives to take, you know, in, in, the, in the shuffling of the schedule and, and maybe kind of just a chance to uh, to regroup and reset for, for a lot of the rookies and the young guys is one of them. Yeah, absolutely, man. You're absolutely right. Now, do you have? I'll let you go first when we transition to the offensive okay. side too, man. I think you know because That's you're not you're you. not fair. You're not fair. When we get up here, you treat me like the NFL is treating the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just got to deal with your nonsense, and, and I got to make you know the, the the best of a situation here. And I always got to tell myself, well, I don't care. I'm good. I don't care. But you know what? I do care. And since it's, and since I'm hosting today, I'm not gonna do to you what you do to me. Usually, you come up here and name your offense, name your defense, and I'm over here scrambling. So I'm gonna let you go first right here. All right. I like so, it. So, is the offensive player who? What's the offensive guy that's the unsung hero to you? Cool. All right. Well, let's get the sung heroes out of the way first, right? We know the sung ones. Ben's gotten his roses. We know that. Chase Claypool's gotten his roses. We know that. Juju. We know that. Ebron. We know that. James Conner. We know that. Deontay, we know that. Deontay. Benny Snell for a week, we know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chooks. Yeah. And Dotson. Yeah. DeCastro. Starting to run out of names here. Yeah. How about Matt Filer? Mmm, thief. Uh, uh, moving to guard. No, 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 and, no, no, no. You're a thief. Was that yours too? That was what I was going with. I, love I just it. don't know who I, I, you, know, right. you know who's another one we could go with, honestly? Vance McDonald. Because while he yeah. hasn't necessarily made the splash in the passing game, we've talked, we've talked about the three straight 100-yard rushing performances. He has been. He's been great blocking. Wow. Great. You Go talking, back and watch that 60-yard run that James Conner had dude, to seal the game. You look Woo. at him in this Texans matchup on the James Conner touchdown run, and then he comes back on the 25-yard run the next series. He is hat on a hat winning, and it's not close. It's not close. It's not close. He's been great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you know what? I'll let you have Filer. I'll talk about Vance McDonald for one more second. When training camp started at Heinz Field, what? Yes, at this point, two months ago, a little yeah. over two months ago, Vance McDonald ran out there, and a lot of people were like, oh my goodness. Like, he put on some weight. He thickened up. Yeah. He, he clearly looked like a bigger dude. And I think some people in Steeler Nation were a little concerned. Like, we need more from our tight ends in the pass game. You know what I mean? Like, right. we don't need them bulking up. We need them maybe more athletic and able to stretch the field a little bit more. I think the thunder and lightning combination of Ebron, a guy that can stretch the field, a guy that's a threat. Who has been stretching the field, Has been too. stretching we, the field we and a threat it. in the red zone. We saw that as well, too. And that's exactly what you wanted in him when you when you brought him in. And then you had Vance McDonald, his ability in the, run, in the run game, looking even better this year with a little bit of weight put on. And you add that to the fact that, like, let's be honest, the Steelers' offensive line, it's, they haven't been a liability or anything like that. But I think still, 
like we, you know, when you, when you had Dotson in there, when, when Chooks was, was, was thrown in for the first time, and when you had Banner and, and Wiz and a bunch of guys and DeCastro still out in week three and, and week one, pardon me, and in week two, I, I think you needed a tight end who was able to kind of contribute and be that pseudo sixth offensive lineman. You've gotten that and more from Vance McDonald. No question, man. Vance has done a phenomenal job, man. Anytime he's been the guy pulling around or at the point of the attack as well, man. I, I just love his – he's fundamental. He That's the thing, yes. man. That's when a you, great way to put when it. When you watch him block, he is hat to leverage side, inside hands, nice wide base, moving his feet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's coaching tape. It's clinic tape right here, man. So I love that pick right there, man. Definitely a highly underrated guy because it's not showing up in terms of receptions right. and, and, and it's yardage. Not, it's not fantasy points. It's not at all, man. Yeah. But he is definitely pivotal 100%. You know what I mean? in terms of the running game, man. 100%. No question, Now man. I'll let you sing Matt Filer's praises. I appreciate <laughs> you on that. So I have to go with Matt Filer. My good guy, man. Started out at right tackle from last year. Has officially made the switch to left guard. And, man. Throughout this season, he, he's he been playing extremely well. Fantastic. I, I thought, man, from a run standpoint, pulling him. Uh, also, on that on that James Conner touchdown run, the 12-yard run that he had against the Texans, Filer's pulling around. Filer's mm-hmm. cleaning up too, man. A mm-hmm. lot of hat on the hat. He, he, once again, fundamental guy. And I feel like with a guy like Matt, being a small school guy, coming from Bloomsburg College, also not being the most athletic guy, right? I mean, he used to have the nickname. We used to call him the anchor because, we, you know, I mean, he's like an anchor. He's, he's, he's an he's, anchor. He's a rock, man. Once he, he gets you, you're not, move, you're not moving him. And if he gets his hands on you, you're not moving either. <laughs> so we call him the anchor. But when you see him, man, I, I just I feel like because of that label, he's worked so much harder on being a technician, yes. a fundamentalist. And when you watch him, just watch his first steps, his first steps every time. Short step in the ground right now, hands fired up, ready to go. And then from there, hat placement. Man, like when you're talking about blocking, those are the the, the things that you have to have right to sustain the block. You might create contact, and we've seen guys create contact. But it's in between just creating contact and sustaining your block. What Fowler's been doing, very similar to what Vance has been doing in terms of using their fundamentals so that way when they do create contact, they're able to sustain those blocks. And that's why we've been able to see some of the runs gash these defenses the way they have and regardless of who's been at running back because of that up front, man. So that's why for me I had to go with Matt Fowler, man. I just thought he's been doing an awesome job, baby. That indeed he has, without a doubt. I, I like it, Arthur Motes. Do we uh, do we want to take a break here before we continue this conversation? Well, unfortunately, we should take a break. <laughs> we probably should. We probably should. I mean, I was going to say I don't care about getting fined, but, you know, Coach Thomas doesn't care. So, <laughs> I guess we will go to break. But when we come back, man, we got a fun segment planned, man. This is going to be – I don't think we've done this yet, man. Um, going to preview some of these week four matchups, yeah. man. Talk about whether they're good or bad. Good or bad. You know what I mean? Just from, from an excitement standpoint, what we're looking forward to just, the most good with bad. these matchups, man. <laughs> so make sure you come back for that. This is You Will Learn Most on Steelers Nation Radio. We do not care. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yeah, buddy. 
You lit and most hot stepping into the bye week. You know how we do. Gotta have a little dance on Friday. That's what we do, baby. Well, you know it. You and know it's it. bye week, so it's extra bubbly. It's extra <laughs> dancey. It's extra laid back. With our mind on the Mountaineers and the mm-hmm. Mountaineers on our mind. I will say, you know, like if you want full transparency from me, yeah. right? Yeah. People, people, people know this about me. You know, uh-huh. aside from the Steelers and the Penguins. Yep. Because you know, knock wood, you don't do baseball. We don't do that. Don't uh, do aside baseball. from the Steelers and the Penguins, there's two teams that I, that I ride and die with. It's mm-hmm. obviously West Virginia University Athletics mm-hmm. uh, and Manchester United. Whew. Manchester United got a big tilt at noon on Sunday oh. against Ta- against Tottenham. Okay. The Crowman's Club. Oh. A little, little okay, iHeart okay. rivalry here. I, I like it. I like it. So I guess if I want to go full half uh-huh. or glass half full, right? I mean, I get the Mountaineers on Saturday. Okay. And that, you know, that Tottenham-Manchester United game, I would have been here at work, you know, doing Steelers pregame and, and doing all that kind of stuff. So again, if we want to, if we were looking for good things, uh, and I, I know nobody cares, but I'll get to at least sit there no, on no, no, Sunday. No, no, no. We and watch. care. Coach Tomlin doesn't care. Oh, that's we true. care though. He I'll, I'll get to sit there on Sunday, and while I don't get to see my football team, I get to see my football team. There you go. You see what I did there? See, I, I see. I see. I like what you got going on <laughs> so in the building, baby. A little positivity, Mozi. I'm that's picking the way up. To do it on a Friday. I'm picking up what you are putting down, my I'm friend. Picking up what I'm putting down. Yes, I like indeed. It. I like see, it. See, for me, man, I. I what I have, I got Buffalo this weekend now. Man. You do, yeah, because no JMU football until the spring, uh, and that's a good one for the Bills against the, against the Raiders. I know because I'm I, I'm enjoying the Raiders this season. It's a, this is a real Dude, litmus test the, for me for the Raiders. Yes, the Raiders are they. I believe they are good. I just don't know how good. how good, but I think they're really like good. Like just kind of good or good good. Right, you know right, I mean? right. <laughs> but you know we're gonna get into that. We get into that right now, Let's man. Um, so right now this segment we're gonna be breaking out is just good bad. In terms of our week four matchups, we'll share one or two things. Interested or not what, interested. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to do right here. Since it's bye week, and we got to figure out what to watch on Sunday. So we'll start with the 1 o'clock games, right? Let's knock it out, baby. Let's ride. Uh, Ravens at football team. That's the little, uh, the little uh, what do they call it? The beltway battle or yeah, whatever they call it. Yeah, it is. It is. I think the Ravens are probably going to run them ragged. I agree. I they've think been, it's a bad, bad they've matchup, They've been getting man. tarnished. Their name's been getting tarnished for the for the last, what, six days or yeah. five days since Monday Night Football. Uh, a lot of good players on the football team's defense that we would think would Especially maybe be able to like, seven. negate man. some of those those Ravens advantages. Those guys are banged up or either not playing. Yeah. You know what I say, Arthur Motes, and this is not one of my show me the money, so I'm not spoiling anything here. Mm-hmm. But you know that I always tell people, stay away from double-digit spreads in the NFL. Yeah. Just very rarely in the NFL do teams win games by 10 or more points. Absolutely. It's the National Football League. It just doesn't happen Don't all tell that me. often. You, you feeling froggy? But the Ravens are favored by like 12.5 or 13.5. That, I mean, they might win by two touchdowns. <laughs> they might. I just I hate I, I, I'm not. I'm not touching man. it. I'm not touching it. I hate double digits. Me too. But I would feel more comfortable about that double digits than any other one that yeah, I have in a long I, time. Yeah, but... I don't see a scenario where it's like the Steelers last week, right, where they had the chance to score again but took a knee on the, what, two or three-yard right, line. Right, I don't see it being that close anyways, though. You know, I, I, I think throughout the whole game it's a two-score cushion. So, yeah. But but bad matchup either way, man. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm I'm not, not, not interested. Now, this one I am interested in. Uh-oh. This is good. Chargers and Bucks. Good, 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 good. You get the old Wiley vet and Tom Brady uh-huh. uh, against the new, the upstart youngin and, and Josh Herbert. He's looking good. Not Josh. Sorry, uh, Justin. There we go. Josh Herbert is the kid that I played hockey with growing up who's now a musician uh, in western Pennsylvania. You know how I love to mix up those first names. Come on, man. We here together. Justin Herbert against Tom Brady. The Chargers. Justin's what? Back-to-back 300-yard yeah. passing games Chargers as well. got some talent on that roster. Um, this is good for me, Motes. I'm watching. I like this a lot, man. Father Tom versus the young guy. Um, 
I understand I, I would like this matchup a lot more if Melvin Ingram was playing and Derwin James were playing. But I still think, man, the Chargers are going to present some challenges for, uh, for Tom Brady. Uh, when you look at the Bucks, though, they got two of the defensive player of the month. You have the NFC defensive player of the month in Levante David, mm-hmm. and then you got the NFC rookie of the month mm-hmm. in Antoine Winfield Jr. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely excited about that storyline they have going on. Obviously, Shaq Barrett, was just, uh, he just got named NFC player of the week. I think this could be an interesting matchup, very intriguing. I like what the Chargers have from an offensive standpoint. Yeah. We thought the Chargers had a good team. It was just the question marks at quarterback more, more so than anything. Justin Herbert can make it exciting again. Hey, man, I like it. So good matchup, Yeah, baby. that's good for me. This one, I don't know. Seahawks at Dolphins. And you know, to me, anytime Russell Wilson's playing, I'm watching. Uh-huh. I don't know. But I, I think the Dolphins will make this. In. Like, this will be a close game. Listen. I, I just don't know uh, if I'm going to be glued you're, you're to the going TV watching game. It. Listen, Dolphins are winning this game. Ooh. I'm calling it absolutely, man. Ooh. Listen, West Coast, the East Coast, 1 p.m. game. Yeah, give me the Dolphins and Fist magic, man. I, I think like it's, it. It's a sneaky good matchup. On paper, when you look at the records, you're like, ah, oh, it's probably not going to be a good matchup. But watching the Dolphins these first three games, man, they they present some issues, man. They do. They and they're well, now you got me second guessing one of my picks for this week. And we week. know they're very streaky in terms of their offensive productivity. We've seen when they get going how they can look. I like it, man. Give me the Dolphins, baby. Good matchup, though. Really good matchup. This Arthur Motes, I mean, I don't. I haven't done my research here, but this might be the best 0-3 versus 0-3 matchup in NFL history. Vikings at Texans. Who can get off the schneid? I'm, I'm, I'm into yeah. this. I, I'm not going to lie, because both of these teams are actually good. I, like You watch them. I feel like the Texans, they're 0-3 because of the teams they've had to play against in terms of three playoff Chiefs, teams. Ravens, Steelers. Like we talked about, man, that's potentially the top three seeds in the AFC. The Vikings, mm-hmm. I feel like the Vikings, they're 0-3, but it's more so self-inflicted. They should have beat the Titans they last week. They lost a lot of close games. Yeah, they, they should have beat the Titans last week. I feel like the Packers definitely got after them, but they made it interesting in the second half of that. <sighs> good matchup, though. Good matchup. I feel like I, even though they're both on three, it's still a good matchup. I, I, one o'clock on Sunday, I'm watching Browns Cowboys, but this will be my my back burner. Yeah. I might have it on the iPad or something like that. Saints at Lions, pass. Terrible matchup. Pass. I, I know you got both of your guys in there between the pencil fraud yeah, and, and, my two and, and Sean Payton. In the world. For me, man, since the number one receiver in the NFL isn't playing, I'm not tuning in. You All know right. what? If John Tortorella, the head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, could somehow find a way to get involved Both. with coaching that, I mean, you'd have my and, and, and my then, unholy trifecta of and, head and, coaches. And, and then let Lincoln Riley do the commentary, and then you'd be perfect. <sighs> well, see, I don't like hate Lincoln Riley. I just he just you beats up my team. team. Yeah, yeah, I don't dislike him as a person. Yeah. In fact, hey, Philadelphia Eagles hire that. No, no, no. Lincoln Riley should go in there and commentate <laughs> with a shirt that says "I'm West." Virginia's daddy. Yeah. That's what he should do. Him and Baker Mayfield both. That's yeah. why I don't like him. I love him. Browns <laughs> at Cowboys. This is good for me. This this is what I want to watch 1 o'clock on Sunday. I'm yeah. in. Dak, oh, Baker, Lord, two oh, first-year Lord. head coaches. Oh, Lord. With Arthur Motes. Are the Browns for real? Oh, are the Cowboys Lord. for real? Find who, out 1 o'clock on who, Sunday. Who is asking are the Browns for real anyways? <laughs> who? Who? Who's asking that? Point them out. This their first time over 500 and how long, and now we want to ask, yeah, they for real. Find out I Sunday afternoon. I don't care. I do not care, man. Drop the coast time a little, man. <laughs> all the Browns for real? You want to know my response to all the Browns for real? We do not care. <laughs> we don't. We don't. I'm just like, you know, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about this game. I'm watching it. <laughs> One o'clock. Find me on it. Well, you know what? I'll flip to it when the Manchester United game's over. How about that? There you that? go. I, I don't care about this game now, at all, but give me the Cowboys, I don't man. care about this game at all. Are you kidding me? You'd have to pay me to watch oh this my game. Gosh. Jags at Bengals. Woof. Oh, oh. Just, I don't need to say anything else. Just woof.
Huh. But you know what? Joe Burrow gets off the snide, though. I think so. I think so. Colts at Bears. Now, maybe is this a who's, who's for real matchup? I do think so, especially with Nick Foles taking over at quarterback. But oddly enough, if the, I'm really can, if the Bears get the four and zero, they're in a really good spot. Which is crazy because they probably are the worst three and zero team that we've seen right now, man. Oh, for sure. Is it a good matchup? Like this is the thing. I really am not interested in this game. I'm I feel not, like it's supposed to be good. Yeah. I feel like I'm supposed to be tuning into this, but it doesn't spark with inches. I, I'm really, I, I'm more excited about this Vikings Texans matchup yeah. than this Colts Bears matchup. Honestly, man. Last one here for the 1 o'clock games, Cardinals. But, but give me Colts, though. Give me Colts if we're talking about Yeah, I'm with you on yeah. that. Cardinals at Panthers. I mean, I'm always intrigued to watch Kyler Murray and DeAndre yeah. Hopkins in that Cardinals offense, but in terms of the game, nah. I, I'm agree with you on that, man. I, I, Matt Rule, Teddy, two gloves. It's not It's not enough for uh, me. No, CM, no CMC out there. Yeah, I'm good on that, man. 4 o'clock games. The first one, Giants at Rams. Ooh. Not interested mm, at not all. Not interested at all. Rams should win by two Rams scores. should take care of business. Yeah. yeah. Bills at Raiders. We're interested. Um, we talked about crazy that. Crazy hype about this. Yeah. And I'm upset with the schedule makers for putting this game at the same time as it's Patriots. Chiefs, Patriots. Chiefs. Like, bro, what are you doing? Because we're interested in that, too. Like, like flip-flop the Chiefs, Patriots with the Eagles and Niners. Do that. I know. Too bad it's too early for a flex, I right? I know. Because you just, can't till week 14, yeah, I think, is the like, first yeah, time. It has to be late. 15, yeah. something like that. So that's my biggest issue. I'm like, you got a toilet bowl for Sunday Night Football. You got two oh. legit five-star matchups at 425. Like, and you know what stinks, too, is for us in Pittsburgh, they're like, you're going to get probably the, the Patriots Chiefs. Because you only get, they're both on CBS, so you only oh. get you know what I mean. Unless you got red zone, I would or say, like, yeah, yeah, I got the yeah. red zone. So that's why I was like, I don't, I, I was lucky with that man, so I never yeah. have that conflict. Because that makes me mad too, man. Like, oh, well, you're, you're you're this region, so you have to watch this game only, or you're in this region where the game's blacked out. What? Yeah. What yeah, do you me, mean? Uh, give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> Blackouts are the worst thing for sports viewership. Yeah, bro. Ever. So so. For me, yeah. I, I, I'm into both of those. Bills at Raiders, Absolutely. Patriots at Chiefs, sign me up. Love both games. Eagles at Niners, Moats, I don't know. Maybe just because it's the car crash that I can't turn away from. You can't. I know you can. How bad is Carson Wentz going to look? Against the how unhealthy 49ers are? Can't wait. <sighs> can't wait. Do we get a prediction? Do we get a prediction from you, though? Yeah, I think Niners win a, a close. Like I think you'll you see some. You are disrespectful. I think you'll see some fight from the Eagles, but what? but the Niners are going to win Niners? for sure. What is that? But aren't they though? The Do past... you see how many injuries the Niners have, bro? I know, and you want to. They the don't funny... have their quarterback. You want to know the funny? They don't thing? have their pass rusher. They don't have their second pass rusher. They don't have a receiver. When they don't have a running back. They when all sun, beat up, when man. Sunday night put or when they when uh when NBC is doing the preview graphics for this, yeah. you know who they're pumping for the Niners? Nick Mullins. That's who's on their graphics for this game. Jeez, Louis. I don't Backup know. quarterback's name, this Nick, though. I'm telling you, that's, of, the, like, that's remember, the remember last year, you know, when the Eagles were like, I think, one and three or one yeah. and two, and the Packers were undefeated, and the Eagles went to Lambeau, for uh -huh. the, and everyone was like, oh, the Eagles are going to get eaten alive. Yes. It kind of reminds me a little bit of this. Like, they're one of those teams, the uh, Eagles are, that, like, they play their best when, when they're, they're backed into absolutely. a corner over I, the last three you, years. As much as I was high on the Niners. You got Niners, Eagles upset special this I week? do, because you remember how Ooh. last week I was super high on the Niners, right? You were. And I felt like because the adversity was right then, that you're going to respond in a big way to that, and you're going to find a way to overcome that adversity. Everybody, yeah, everybody's yeah. doubting you. Yep. But then when you win the way that they won, and the emotion, exactly. the emotional high wears and off. And now you're back at home too. I, I just don't see them replicating that. I think that they do come back down to earth a little right, bit, right. To, to where backups traditionally are. I, mean, I feel like, like last we saw week from the Steelers last absolutely, year. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I feel like the backups kind of overachieved a little bit in, in that first game for the Niners. 
I don't think that the Eagles team is going to look as bad as they've looked their first couple of games. I just see this as a game for them to kind of get back on track. So that's why I got the Eagles in this matchup, man. I like it, Arthur Mugs. I like it a lot, too. We don't have to worry about the Steelers and Titans. <laughs> yeah, so no chance to get your up predictions yeah. in. Or you can tweet us and tell us what you're going to do with your free time this weekend. Absolutely. Uh, real quick, Antonio says, always disrespecting my Oregon Ducks. Listen, I like Justin Herbert. I just I just called him Josh. All yeah. right? It's all good. It's all good. It's no problem. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I mean, I do that to the Ertz brothers. This uh, is true. I do that to Marcus and Jason Peters. To, to, to the Kelsey boys. I mean, not Kelsey, Kelsey boys. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, oh, the yeah, Edmonds, yeah. The El- Edmonds, Edmonds boys. Who else? Anybody else that has similar names or I siblings? I told you before, uh, Daniel yeah. Jones, who's the uh, Giants quarterback, and Daniel James, who's a forward for Manchester yeah. United. I, anyone can anyone can get it when it, comes, when it comes to me and messing and re- up. Real quick, real quick, last one before we go to break. Falcons, Packers, good or bad? Good. I agree. Yeah. I do agree. Because I think good quarterback play is always a big really deal. Good. And you're going to get points. Falcons are scoring points. Uh, the, the Packers know that if they get to 4-0, they've got a nice track to that number one seed start. Yes. I think Falcons, and maybe this demotivates them in a way, but right, I mean, this has to be the week that Dan Quinn's, has to be the week that Dan Quinn's finally playing for his job, so maybe they want to lose because of that think, to get him out of here. I don't think I've ever heard that word before. Demotivate. It demotivated him, all right. New, that's our newest eulerism. All right, so so I'm, I'm demotivated with this segment, so I'm going to go to break, all right? So I'm going to take my demotivated self to break. When we come back, hopefully I'll find motivation because we got to get that paper. We got to sing. We got to get to these tweets. So if you haven't got your tweets in yet, speak now or forever hold your peace until Monday at noon, all right? And, and you already know how to do that, baby, at the Body 52 and at Wesley Euler. And this is Euler Motes on SNR. We do not care. Tell you about a place somewhere up a New York way where the people are so gay, twisting the night away. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24 7 home of the black and gold SNR. Nothing like that last segment on a Friday, man. Get a little Sam Cooke. A little Cook. Sam Cooke just get, gets get the me blood going, baby. Flowing. If that doesn't put a pep in your step, I don't know what will. Especially on a bye week, man. Y'all better get some pep in your step. It's Jules Remotes. Last segment, man. You know it's jammed all the way packed. So, we got to start out the right way, man. Get right to it? Got to get right to it, man. We don't have time to waste, man. All we right. don't have time to stand around here and, and smell our own flowers and read our own press clippings. We got to get after it. Song, tweets, paper. Song, paper, tweets? Song, tweet, paper. Song, tweets, paper. Or paper, tweet, song. Well, paper like beats rock, but does rock, does, does rock beat paper? But I feel like song trumps everything. But does so, song is like paper? rock, right? Are we talking Dwayne Johnson rock or like, you Ooh, know? Ooh, that's now. Now is it the rain in, uh, <laughs> are we talking Fast and Furious or are we talking? Um, no, we're talking like the Brahma Bull. Like the jabroni beaten okay, pie eating. Okay, okay. Most like electrifying man in sports and entertainment. I like that. And the millions mm-hmm. and millions. Mm-hmm. What else do I got here? It doesn't matter what your name is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it does matter on Fridays, Arthur Motes, that we keep uniform uh, what we do here on the show. And one of those things we do is sing. This is true. So without further ado, let's get after it, baby. Woo! Here we go. 
Yes, sir. You heard it right here first, man. You know it's the only place to be for the Here We Go edition, man. Wesley Eula, bi-week style. We don't care. We don't play. And if you got pearls with us, whoo, we got time today. All right, here we go. Let's go, Bye Wesley Eula. Stinking Rona ruining plans. Oh, it's ruining everything, it's man. It's bad enough the games ain't got no fans. Man, I wanted to be in the stadium. An apple a day keeps a doctor away. But if Yin's got the virus, we ain't gonna play. Here we go. <coughs> mask up, boy, mask up. <laughs> Social distance, six feet, baby. Do your job. But, Wes, you're doing verse your two. job. And it's verse two, baby. Here we go with this about week, baby. Woo! Early bye week, that ain't no fun. I was trying to be on the same. Sundays are for watching them Steelers run. Man, I can't see the black ball. one thing that I know for sure, TJ and Big Bud are out there finding the cure. Here we go. They're going to find the cure. And when they do, they're going to sack it. The same way they sacked Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones, uh, Jeff Driscoll, uh, whoever else you want to put at quarterback, it does not matter. But you know what matters? This final first. Wes, kill it. Bring us home, baby. Woo! What to do with all this extra time? I really don't know. Maybe grab a Corona and lime. Now, that would be nice. Because, baby, don't you shed no tears. At least on Saturday, we still got the Mountaineers. Here we go. Go ears. Go ears. Oh, country roads. Oh, country roads. Take me home. Yes, sir. Oh, on the Pittsburgh's going to the bye week. Here we go. Just, just take me home, old country roads. Oh, I had to, I had to sneak it in there, Arthur Moats. I'm just had glad to. I remembered that part of the song. You know, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Once again, man, flawless execution, oh, man. There it is. You do that though. That's what you do. You know, I, I do think that we got a lot of good bits, a lot of good benchmarks on the show here. I, I think that's one of the ones that's top of the list of what top people five, look top for. Five, top top five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> what people look forward to the most, Arthur Motes. Without a doubt there. Top five, top five, top, top five. five. Top five. Uh, what do you say we get to some tweets before we get that paper? Yeah, because because tweets beats paper. It does. And, you know, that just Cause tweets are music like, back to back. Yeah. That might be a little jumpy. Tweets you know? are like scissors. Mm. Obviously, getting the paper it's is paper. paper. There we go. And then you sing, and that's the rock of the show. Uh, so that's why you, that's I'm the rock. I'm picking up you what you're I mean? putting down here. So you're, we're good now. Uh, the we asked what are you doing uh, with the bye week extra time? Thrash said thrash metal family is going axe throwing now during the surprise bye week. Ooh, one like of our that. one of our favorite bars added an axe throwing range on their third floor recently. Lie. That's the one thing I haven't done. I haven't done that I, yet I, either. I do kind of want to try it though, be man. Fun. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I'm I am thrash. Report back to us. And let us know how that turned Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Uh, Send an invite next time. Send location. <laughs> the lit. Drop us a pin. The lit one. Lit Rebecca. lit lit lit. He said, I'll just pretend the black and gold is on the screen. This is in my future. And it's a picture of a beer at a bar. And Mozi, this looks like a basement Bro, bar here. If it, 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 Rebecca, one. tweet us back. Yes, is, is that this your, your bar? basement bar? If so, we're hosting our next get together <laughs> at your spot because that bar is like amazing if looking. If so, we're doing a Euler and Motes remote from yeah. this basement bar because this is sick. That's crazy. I mean, you got the nice, it's like a nice rustic look. You got Bro. the liquor in the background. I mean, you look at the, 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 island, the, 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 the island top is beautiful. The TV man. perfectly placed in the corner. Yeah. Rebecca also says, uh, will you do me a big favor and shout out my little man? He got his first touchdown of the football season last Let's night. Let's get it. Let's Big time. Go. Let's go, little man. Let's go. I like that, man. I like that a lot. Me as well. Shout out to the little lit one. The little lit lit lit. 
let's see here. We got some uh, we got some reviews for the song. Uh, BPR liked it. He said the song was great today. Sending us into the weekend. Great show, fellas. Um, Christopher says I'm feeling some type of way too. How are you gonna drop a WVU line in there? But I will take thrash metal guys friend of the show status though if it's up for grabs. Hey, <laughs> uh, we're gonna hey. hold tryouts. <laughs> <We're> gonna- <laughs> <laughs> have some opening. We only got yeah. one spot Aggressive though, all right? <laughs> We're gonna have try. <laughs> Harry tweets here. You guys ready to warm up the smoker for the Eagles? Yes, sir. We are. What's a, if Ratbird's the Ravens? What? You know, I don't want to call an eagle a rat bird. Because an eagle's, you know, it's a nice symbol of, you know, bald eagle, you know. No, no, no. From a United States standpoint, yes, but when it represents anything in Philadelphia, I'm not hearing it. How do you you know what I need to know next week? This is a total digression for next week, but I need to know about how people feel about Philadelphia sports teams. Like, I hate the hockey team. I hate serious. them. Yeah, serious. <sighs> <laughs> I hate the guys who dress in orange. I hate the Flyers. The Flyers are my most hated team See, in all me, of sports. So this the is my situation three, though. Uh, Growing up, I loved the Sixers because of Iverson. Okay. So like I was even though we loved Jordan, Jordan was our favorite player. Mm-hmm. Bro, we worship AI. I think a lot of AI, people, though, a lot of people like, probably had that. Like, yeah, and especially like popular. I said, from from being from that hometown and seeing his rise and all of that that was going on, man, like it was just different. So that's why for me, like I'm a Sixers guy, but I'm like old school. The 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 old logo, mm-hmm. the black unis, like Stepping that. Stepping over time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that Sixers. I'm part of the bag, baggy short Sixers. Oh, era. Yeah. Not not these you know fitted uniforms. I'm talking the ones where. You playing in the game with five X balling shorts. Like that's that's the AI and group that, that I'm used to, baby. That's the sixes team that I like. Our buddy, the human flamethrower Devin in Denver said that soundbite is so hilarious. And shout out to Devin. He was the one who tweeted that at me uh last night. So uh big big ups to Devin there. Me! You know hey! me. He's always chiming in with the good questions. Westman and Dr. Motes, TGIF. Yo, all right. We got a couple questions. Quick hitters here from me. Can nachos be considered a proper dinner? Yes. Yes. Especially what you do is this. You have to have a protein. So if you put chicken, up there pulled beef. pork, chicken, beef, anything like that, you are 1,000% fine. In fact, what was it? This this would have been last. I think it was either Saturday. It had to be Saturday because I was watching college football. I did that. Nachos, cheese, had uh, pulled pork over top of it. Man, we even had some hot sauce on I mean, that anything thing. can oh, be dinner, fire. right? Well, yeah, I mean. Like, I mean, a bag of Lay's can be dinner. It, it, I mean, it's not. You know the most healthy. Of them, <laughs> it is technically. You know what's one thing? This is it's funny with the Philly stuff here and now this. You want to know a conversation that we used to argue about at the radio station in Philly all the time? Is pizza dinner? Yes. Like I think it is, but I understand like you can have it for dinner. I don't know if it is dinner, but you could definitely have it for dinner. Like you get what I'm yeah, saying there? Absolutely. I, I didn't think like it's, that it's, was an it's issue. It's not like a meat and a veggie and a, you know what right. I mean? Like, but it, you can ha- if you can have it for dinner, it's dinner. Yeah, pizza is dinner. Yeah. Pizza is like a legit dinner. Pizza is a staple in the most household. You ain't lying. Obviously, man, I get some pizza tonight. You take pizza away, I cry. Second question for me: If the original Jumanji movie is on television, do you stop what you're doing and watch it? Uh, relatively, yes. I have it on. You know, like it might be in the background. I might be doing some stuff, but yeah. I any any Robin Williams is is a is always a is always a watch for me. Anything Robin Williams. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I love, I love Jumanji, especially the OG version. I do feel like I watched it too much, though. Yes, I'm with like, you on that. And so, that's why I can turn it on and still do stuff. Yeah, and it's kind of, like, it's I almost won't, like I won't, baseball. Yes. It's like background noise. I won't be tuned in all the way, but I will tur- I will leave it on if it's on. But when I tell you I watched this thing too much, man, like as a me just growing up, I loved the movie. But then also at the time, my parents did uh, in-home daycare. 
So that was kind of like the go-to. Yep. Oh yeah, we're gonna put Jumanji on for him. Yep. And I was uh, I was old enough to to be able to watch it with them and kind of like. You know, you're, you're you're not the the real chaperone, but you're just there. Your parents telling you, "Hey, man, you're getting some work hours in there." Mm-hmm. So I've seen that movie more than I would like. It's kind of like Wendy's to me right now. Working at Wendy's, I, I used to eat it too much. Yep. So even my wife is like, "Oh, baby, the spice chicken." I'm like, "Babe, I've probably yeah. had a thousand spice chicken. I, I don't want a spice chicken sandwich. I don't want nuggets. Right. I'm yeah. I'm good with yep. Wendy's for a while. Yep. <laughs> yes." Uh. And then following up on the Marvel question from yesterday, your favorite DC comic superhero. Oh, it is simple. We Batman. just said it. Oh, well, you, yeah. Batman. I mean, I know where you're going, yeah. but I just said it. We're going to have tryouts. Yeah. It's the Joker for me, yeah. for sure. For sure. They go hand in hand. I they feel like Batman, Batman, you Batman, can't have Batman and Joker is just, Joker. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 are, they are one. Just like you can't have Euler and Moats without Moats and Euler, right? Uh, absolutely. And, unless Euler big times me, you know. He, oh, would you stop it? He, he's always making all these new oh, moves you and stuff, it? man. Moving up in the world while the rest new, of we us. We do have some new moves to announce you know, next week, but don't the, worry. The, the show the, isn't the going anywhere. The rest of us, we just over here just waving like, don't forget me at the top. I'm on your coattails. Don't forget me, buddy. Last one from me. Quick hitter. Your favorite Permani Brothers sandwich. Pastrami, baby. I feel like I don't have a favorite because I'm always like altering something. I feel like every time I order, I always alter something. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But you can't go wrong with the pastrami, okay. though. I, you I can't go wrong with that. Love the cap. I'll, I'll second that. You can't go wrong with that. Love the cap. Love the Cajun chicken. I mean, <sighs> roast beef, turkey. The Cajun is fire. Uh, Matt says, best part, worst part about having a week four by. The best part is uh, that I have a weekend off here, two days off in a row, which is worst rare. Worst part, I didn't get to plan for it. Yeah, worst part is we didn't get to plan for it, and I had to move my uh, my wife and yeah. I's weekend getaway at the end of October when, the, when it was supposed to be. Yeah. But hey, you know what? We don't care. We're cutting our eyelids off. We're moving forward. I got visine for the dries. Brian, Brian says, uh, honestly, it kind of feels like the preseason is over and the real season starts now with like yeah. this with this time off. And big shout out to Coach T. No one I'd rather have is the ultimate leader. I do agree with that in a way. It's almost like, okay, preseason's done. Now we yeah. get some time off here. We get the real thing. Uh, it, it certainly does feel like that. Uh, a couple more tweets. We got a bunch of tweets today. I love I it. Love Let me it. Love make sure it. I can get to uh, Oklahoma's own. His plans this weekend. Uh, he says fishing while sipping on my peach crown royal. Talk about it. Those sound like the some peach good, crown royal. See, I'm, like I'm only been doing plans. the uh, the crown apple. I haven't done the crown the the, the peach though. I might need to try that. And uh, dare day. I'm, I'm bad with the, I'm bad with the names. Dare day add. You know, the beauty, this is the thing that I always find funny with you, though, Wes. Mm-hmm. You got people that are bad with names, and they don't really care about being bad with names. I care. You care. So, like, seeing can you, you tell, struggle to get Can you tell names. that I was the voice of the minor league <laughs> hockey team for my first <laughs> job out of college? You are so focused on these names. The I'm name like, no. pronunciation. Just say whatever. I give people the wrong first name enough. I can at least pronounce it. Or, uh, but we got a tweet from I, – I don't want to butcher his, his that, no, no, A-D-E-S-O-J-I. You're doing it wrong. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what you do. The same way, if you're gonna say Add something offensive, if you're gonna say something offensive, you say what? With all due respect, blank. Dare day. So with Adesoji, this, just say, I think is what it is. Man, I don't want to butcher your name. But I don't want to butcher, I don't blah, blah, butcher blah. your name. But we appreciate the tweet, and the there tweet is how we feeling about this preseason bet of T.J. Watt winning Defensive Player of the Year. Real nice. Really nice. And I'm like, I got to tell you two guys on the side. I might have put a couple couple shillings on Kyler Murray to win League MVP, and I still don't know if that's gonna happen, yeah. but. You know what those plus ten thousand odds can't, can't are? Hurt. And, and trust me, for TJ, his stiffest competition is Aaron Donald. Yeah. No, there is nobody else. It's That's a two true. horse race right now, man. Last one, Usman says, "Good stuff as always, guys. Enjoy the bye week. Everybody enjoy the bye week. Um, 
Can we get to the paper though? Is it time to get to the paper? I think we got to get to the paper I here. I feel like we do got to get to the paper. Minutes. We got a few minutes left. All right, no Steelers game to pick. It's true, that's good. So, so no still, pressure. We still got to get that paper. Show me the money. Show me the money! It just hit different. Now it feels like Friday, It just hit different, bro. Real simple concept, right, folks? Show me the money is a weekly feature every Friday. We pick five games. Usually one of them is the Steelers. We try and sneak in some college when we can. I had given up on college for a few weeks because I got burned by picking some games that ended up getting canceled. But we're back with some college football this weekend. Arthur Motes, two college football games, three NFL games. Oh, yeah, here we go now. Here we Let's go. Let's get right to it. Texas, the Longhorns host TCU. Arthur Motes. Texas can score a lot of points. This is the truth. TCU cannot. Texas favored by 10.5 at home. That's not scaring me away. I think Texas wins that game handily by 14 points, by 17 points. Texas is putting up a lot of points. TCU has looked bad. Give me the Longhorns minus 10.5. Now, remember when I talk about staying away from double-digit spreads? Yes. This is my politician moment, Arthur Motes. Do as I say, not as I do. Boom. Because my second pick is also Virginia Tech minus 10.5 at Duke. On the road, I'm taking the Hokies, a program that I hate. You know, it's hard for me, Arthur Motes, right, to admit, like, this past year I thought the Flyers were really good and had a chance to make some noise. I think the Pitt football team is really good this year and has a chance to make some noise. I know you're excited about that, man. I also think Virginia Tech is very good. I think they are the second-best team in the ACC behind those, of course, Clemson Tigers. Oh, I think they're behind Pitt. Uh, Pitt's in that conversation. I'm not going to lie. You, Again, said, you said number two behind them, but I, though. So, I, so which one is it? I also feel like – I don't know if they play this year or not, actually. I'll have to look so, at that. So who do you Virginia think is better like right t- now? Who do you think is better? I'm putting you on the spot. Pitt Pitt's defense tech. is better, but Tech's offense is better. So, But can he pick it, though? Mm. He's looking good. It would depend on where they played. If they played on a neutral field today, I bet you Pitt would be. I mean, technically, every field is neutral right now. I mean, now, you're right. right. You're right. Between I bet those you, two, at least. I bet you Pitt would be like a one and a half, two and a half point favorite yeah. if, if they played right now. But after Virginia Tech beats up on Duke this weekend, changes everything. I think they're going to get a little bit more respect. So give me Texas minus, minus 10 and a half. Give me Virginia Tech minus 10 and a half. Do as I say, not as I do. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Dallas oh, Cowboys. Yes. Uh, against the Cleveland Browns. That game is down in Big D. Dallas is favored by four and a half points. The Cleveland Browns, as Arthur Motes told you, are not for real. They're not contenders. Dallas, they need to to get that ship righted, and what a better time to do it against that defense that has some good individual players but just hemorrhages yards and points. Give me Dallas minus four and a half against the Browns. Give me those Buffalo Bills. Let's go, Buffalo. Minus two and a half against Las Vegas. Look, I'm with Motes. I think the Raiders are good. Uh, but I don't think they're that good enough to beat Buffalo. I, it could be close, but the Bills win I by think three. It's be close. The Bills win by three. The Bills win by four. They cover that minus two and a half. Give me Buffalo minus two and a half, and then this is the one that's really going to upset Arthur Motes. The last seven times, my oh, guy. Oh Lord, here we go now. Russell Wilson has played on the East Coast seven straight times. He has covered and won on the East Coast time zone. So give me the Seattle Seahawks. Although Moach talked me into not liking it as much as I did this morning. <laughs> Give me Seattle minus six. It's all good, man. Fear to 12. Fear to 12. Fear to 12. We went three and two last week. The stinking Falcons messed it up for us, so we would have had a really nice four and one week. But we're oh, three man. and two last week. We're eight and five on the season. We'll keep that rolling this week. Again, Texas and Virginia Tech minus 10 and a half against TCU and Duke. And then the Cowboys minus four and a half, Seattle minus six, and Arthur Motes' Buffalo Bills minus two and a half to cover and win a close one. 
against the Raiders. Motsi, that'll do it for this week's uh, Show Me the Money, and that'll do it for this week's show. I'm excited, man. It was a fun show. Anytime I get a chance to come in here and wear your shoes, wear your chair, you know, I, it makes feel important, man. So first off, man, I appreciate the producer of the show, man. He did a phenomenal job, <laughs> man. I know Coach Simon does not care about what he did, but either way, I want to shout you out, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's the least I could do. We're singularly focused it's over here. It's the least here. I could do, man. Also, man, got to give a big time shout out to the Power Grid. The participation today was, was amazing. Week. Shout week. out to the pitchers. Shout out to the tweets. We really appreciate your feedback. Without y'all, there is no us. That's right. And then lastly, man, enjoy your weekend. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your bye week. Because after this, it, it, we, we going to be on a long full haul. Full steam ahead. All right, so enjoy your bye week. Rest up. Get healthy. If you need to replenish your uh, adult beverage mm. cabinet, or your Replen- electrolytes, either I'm one. I'm about to say, re- replenish that this weekend because it's a long <laughs> haul, all right? So, once again, man, this is Jeweler Motes on Steelers Blitz. And you know it's the 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. We do not care. <laughs>